Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Meta Era Nerds weekly discussion. This week, we are kind of just going to sit around and shoot the shit. As always, I'm Rico, and with me is Marcus. So uh, what's going on, Marcus? How's, uh, how's your day going? Start of the week? Monday? Yeah, it's, it's Monday. Um, I actually worked on Saturday, so we've been kind of going over, like, you know, benchmarks, testing benchmarks, state, t- state tests and stuff like that, trying to get my students and our students you know, perform and up to standard, standardized testing, you know, is everybody has their opinion on it. And I'm one for it's, you know, they need to kind of back backtrack a bit, but nonetheless, just working. And right now we're in those months and January, February, I've always said to me, in my opinion, are always the hardest months, despite the break, the winter break. It's the hardest months, the hardest days to get through because there's no break until spring break. We're already almost, we're already done with January, but February is dragging. That's because it only has 28 days. And then we have a week in March. Like January and February is tough. Once you hit spring break and you come back from spring break, it is fast. The test is around the corner. When the test is over, you know, you just get finals, final grades and final projects for the year. And, you know, we're set. But, you know, these last, this last month and a half, man, I felt it. Like, and that's because, you know, burnout and getting tired and just, oh, and I got back from I was like, I'm tired. Like, I'm exhausted and just going through the days and, you know, just teaching and, you know, making sure everything's up to speed. But aside from that, you know, everything's going good, man. I do enjoy what I do. I do enjoy teaching. I do enjoy being with my students. I do. I enjoy being in the classroom. It's all the other stuff. And I've said it many times before, right? All the paperwork, all the behind the scenes, all that stuff. That's what gets like overwhelming because it's a bunch of paperwork. But other than that, I'm doing good. Can't complain. It's Monday. I, you know, Monday blues is what I call them. So Monday tomorrow's blues. Tuesday. Yeah, the Monday blues, man. <laughs> so you know, it's all right. What about yourself? No, we're, I mean we're good here. Just uh, uh, keep fixing up stuff around the house. Um, we had uh, I had mentioned to you before that we had bought like a new tractor for cutting the lawn. Uh, we finally were able to get our, one of our tractors back here. So I've been working on the lawn and doing all that kind of stuff pretty much to the weekend. Uh, we had All-Star Weekend. We discussed a, a lot of that on the uh, on our weekly recap podcast, uh, although we didn't get to discuss the game at all. But we were kind of texting back and forth, and it, it was a pretty good All-Star Weekend, I thought, overall. The game was uh, was pretty exciting, you know, especially in that second half. The the two guys from Team Giannis, um, Tatum and uh, Donovan Mitchell really just went off. Tatum ended up with what I know fifty plus, right? Fifty five, I think. Fifty five. So yeah. that 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 was great to see. Uh, Damian Lillard uh, ended up uh, putting the dagger to win the game. So it it was a it was a good weekend for sure. You know, we were missing some people. You know, LeBron ended up going out during the game. Giannis uh, only played I think one one possession. Steph Curry was out. So we missed a lot of the stars, but the guys that were in there. Uh, anyways, like put on a really good show, and uh, the dunk contest, like we talked about in the in the weekly recap, was good. The three point shootout was, you know, it was it was okay. We had a really good winner. Uh, the skills challenge was pretty good too. So can't complain. Um, I still haven't seen Last of Us. I'll probably do that tonight. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, the first thing that's been on my the thing that's been on my mind that I've actually wanted to discuss with you for a while is uh we're coming up on a year next uh, we're a little under a month away from when we recorded our very first podcast when was it? i know it was march but it we didn't start march. putting them out to april 
April. Yes, yes. It was March. From what I have here, dates, I have uh, March 31st of 2022 was our very first thing. And I actually have notes in here from really? uh, our very first <laughs> one. I have notes. Oh. And I have our focus. Our focus was games, uh, was going to be games. Uh, headlined, of course, it was the, the title of our first podcast, E3 being canceled. We spoke about Game Fest. We spoke about uh, Pokemon Gen 9, which was upcoming at the time. Uh, <laughs> the Zelda delay. We were talking about Elden Ring. And the last thing we finished on was Odd Taxi. So um, that's, I mean, obviously, we've got a lot more comfortable speaking behind the mic. I, you know, it's been a year and, 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 and I like at the time, I have a new mic now, and it does help a lot. And just, you know, I guess casual conversation, keeping a conversation, keeping a discussion, understanding, you know, facts and how to kind of progress a conversation. You know, mm-hmm. it's, a lot, it's a lot more natural now. Um, I don't even want to go back and listen to it. I'm always just like, I don't I like would, listening. I, oh. I, I was going to ask, have you ever gone back? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Especially in those early days when we were having like some issues and stuff like that with uh, where I had to edit because of volume, because our, our volumes were off or because it wasn't in sync correctly and I had to refix it. Or when I, we had to record like two different uh, audio files and I had to like uh, crop them together and stuff. Uh, I would have to go back and listen to them. And at first I thought like, oh, this is like, it's no big deal. It's just, you know, everybody kind of, not everyone, I guess. I guess there are some narcissists out there that don't mind the sound of their own voice, but mo- I would imagine us like we don't want we don't like to listen to each other. Most people I would imagine don't like to listen to themselves. Uh, but uh, you know, at first I was like, oh okay, like it's no big deal, whatever. But then like as I felt like also like we've we've improved for sure. As we started to improve, like when I was going back and listening to some of the stuff, I'd be like, oh, like yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And I remember, and I still remember, like, oh, hey, they were pretty good, right? Be real excited, obviously, because it was the first one. And every week, real- every week, dude, that's our best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, right? <laughs> because yeah. we would get better and better. And again. And I still remember, you know, kind of awkward, kind of here nor there, kind of, you know, a little timid, right? Just unnatural. I I think unnatural, obviously, is going to be the key word there just because, you know, we tried to be natural. (laughs) I don't even I don't even want to go back and and listen to this because and it's not even the fact that I don't like listening to myself speak. It's more the cringe of what I'm going to sound like and stuff like that. So I'm a little scared. personally but we've done a lot like we've talked about a lot we've done a lot we've said a lot of things you know we've done discussions that we would like to have gone back and do so it'd be nice to kind of just i mean i'm not going to do it right but kind of remember i mean go back i'm not going to go back and listen but kind of remember what it was that we've done i know one of the things has been like those fights remember we did that episode a long while back where we did kind of those you know hypothetical fights and who would win um you know, stuff like that. I know we always talk about kind of bringing stuff back or do, trying something new. And we still have this whole list of, of topics that I want to discuss. I know you have that list and there's still a lot on there. Um, there's also what uh, we've talked about, you know, updating our, our what is it called? Our little icon thing, that picture thing, you know, because right now it's Ampharos and Slow King. We thought about, oh, you know, let's let's put a let's get a commission and do something with the meta nerds on there. Um, I know lately we've talked about, hey, you know, now that we're coming up on a year, maybe we can transition to at least including our video, right? I know we talked about that. And, you know, as far as YouTube or what's the other one? Twitch is concerned. Just yeah. kind of, you know. Live streaming, going to some video format stuff, which we've discussed, like some of some of the things that we want to try, like uh, tier lists or uh, 
or, you know, watching something together, reactions and stuff like that kind of lend itself a little bit more to the video format rather than just like the audio, which we kind of decided to focus on, at least for like the First, beginning. Yeah. Of this, yeah. And, and, and we've done a good job. Live stream right? as well. Yeah. And, and, and we've done a good job. And, and you know, kind of kind of looking back. I, and, you know, it's not even a month yet. So I'm sure we'll have this conversation again and really kind of go back and hone in on a hey, what we've talked about. We kind of like a year in review for us right like where we are and stuff and i know we've talked about all kinds of stuff just to get just to get ourselves going and stuff um i know the first thing was kind of starting you know you had mentioned just the audio right just the podcast you know without the video and stuff since it was easier and it was a lot more i guess friendly for us because we didn't have to worry about looking presentable in front of the camera and i still remember when we first came up with it uh we had uh what is me you and i think cornelio had wanted to get on it uh, but Corinne ended up starting some with lo, the Lo Que Sea podcast with his cousin. And, you know, I know right now they're on a little bit of hiatus because they're going through some stuff where, they're, you know, it's, um, I know Cornelio's getting a house and MJ's going through some personal matters. But, you know, shout out to them. I know uh, one of the early on things, remember, was kind of collaborating with them. And I think that was one of our more fun episodes where we we were with them, right? And it was all four of us in a video thing. And I don't remember what we were, what were we talking about. Were we playing games together or something? We We got on stream and we were kind of just shooting... Just kind of like this, just shooting about uh, what was going on and stuff like that. And then we ended up playing Fall Guys. And that's what we did. You see, and I had a lot of fun that night. And we, we hadn't done anything like that. I know MJ has appeared on a couple of our podcasts. I know Cornelia has appeared in a couple of our podcasts also. We've had Rudy a couple of times too. Um, and, they're, and they're always a fun. I love having guests just because, again, kind of a different, a totally different perspective. And just another voice that kind of, you know either agrees or disagrees or kind of gives a different take rather than the same old takes. I mean, you kind of give, not that they're old, right? But, <laughs> you know, um, who else? Uh, you're, or, uh, you're, uh, are your, our, our biggest fan, Cell, Nana Banan, has appeared a couple of times also. Uh, I'm surprised Darren has never wanted to kind of give it a try. Uh, Darren is Nana Banan's significant other, father of Rico's nephew, the goat. The goat. Evander, shout out. Uh, what else? Who else? It's actually, it's actually a shout out, special shout out to Darren. Tomorrow's his birthday. There we go. Happy birthday, Darren. Well, I wish you, I wish you happy birthday at, at twelve at twelve midnight. I know Darren's, you know, one of our good friends, close friends, and you know, I'm always picking on him. You know, and he's always, like, "Why are you always picking on me?" It says that means I like you. That's all it means. It means I like you. I pick on you, man. If I didn't pick on you, you know, I'd be worried. <laughs> yeah, and we we've had a couple of people, uh, a couple other people too that we haven't had on yet. I know we've tried. Uh, We've tried to bring them in with something. We've waited to try and bring them in when, uh, you know, the topic of discussion kind of suits them so that they don't feel like out of place. Yeah. Uh, you know, Andrew hasn't been on. Ricky hasn't been on. Leroy hasn't been on. Um, Omar. Omar. Omar you know. and, and the good thing about our fan group is that, yeah, we're like, and we call Daniel? ourselves Nerds. Daniel, yeah. Daniel hasn't been on. And, and my brother Daniel listens to a lot of these. So shout out to him, too. Um, I know he he's he's always listening, always calling, and you know, super ex- he's just excited. You know, it makes me excited when Daniel kind of hears it and stuff like that because it's kind of like, you know, hey, somebody's listening, and, and Daniel gets real excited, and you know, but shout out to Daniel. Daniel's going through some stuff, so uh, God bless, I love you, and you know, just just keep on keeping on, man. But um, yeah, you know, and the good thing about our friends going back to the topic, right? Uh, we're the meta nerds, but our group chat is super nerd in a lot of different way- ways. We have a horror buff, a technology buff. We got sports buffs. We got all-arounders. I know Rudy's kind of an all-arounder. And not to say that the other guys are, right? But, you know, we got all-arounders. We got guys who just 
well, Omar loves to fish. You want to talk about hunting? Omar's a fisherman, also. Uh, uh, Rudy's, you know, I'm awesome. Like, what can I say about Rudy, right? <laughs> He's gonna be like, oh, you know, you can't even say anything good about me. <laughs> he, he gets stuff going. He gets stuff going, uh, yeah, and and again, he's he, he's an all arounder, and we also have you know Cornelio, who's kind of like us, and we you know, there's just a lot of guys who are very knowledgeable about, about different aspects of what the nerd kingdom, I guess, if you want to put it some way. But you know, we we have a lot of things in common, and it'd be kind of awesome to get everybody on here, you know, just to kind of shoot the shit, like you said, right? Yeah, and and it's 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 perfect. We have so many different things that we can uh, talk about, like you said. Uh, you know, Omar, you know, is, is coaching right now. So how, you know, kind of how that has like, uh, how that plays into being like, a you know, a gamer and into tech and stuff, but, you know, coaching is a big responsibility. You've done it before too. So yes, you I know, was a it's, coach a, for... it's a lot of hours and stuff. So, oh yeah. And, and we, and we love the game. That's the thing. Like I know Omar, Omar's a, a huge basketball fan. Omar's a good, a good baseball player. And he's a, he's a, he's a good, uh, good baseball coach also. When you love Actually, a sport, period. yeah, yeah. When you love a sport, you know, and that's the thing, you know, coaches, some coaches do it for the paycheck, but when you love a sport, holy hell, are you going to give your time to this sport? Because you don't do it for the money. God, no, you don't. It's a lot of time, a lot of hours. You know, using myself as an example, when I was coaching, I was a JV dart coach at the time, and um, I would get to the gym, I would have morning practice, I'd get to the gym at six so it was about it's about 25 30 minute commute for me i'd get to the gym at six practice in the morning the varsity players would kind of have they had what's called first period so first period start 8 35 they would get there and my players were already there so it was already kind of you know just jump in and let's go right oh, and i loved our head coach at the time awesome it was amazing he, he he ran a very similar system like i did so we got along you know awesome and after school, he'd be like, you don't have to, you don't have to stay. He told me, you can go home. You're there at practice. No, no, I hope you, I hope you. I, said, I, I want to help. I want, he goes, okay, we'll be, he goes, um, here's some shoes, be on the court, coach him on the court. I said, hell yes. So I was playing coaching during, you know, during the actual thing. And I would get home like at eight, you know, go to sleep, super tired, rinse and repeat. And I did this, you know, <sighs> For all basketball season i i loved it i loved every second of it you didn't do it for the money but holy hell was it a lot of time and i thought dang you know like i didn't realize how tired it was after the fact i haven't gone back since because um i had, I had other plans kind of you know coming to come in the way and stuff but you know so shout out to our coaches shout out to omar shout out to abraham gongara one of our other boys over there shout out to uh leroy shout out to uh andrew you know, football coach. I know Andrew does multiple stars. Shout out to Daniels. All of our, we have a lot of coaches in our friend group. You know, despite being nerds, you know, teacher these guys. Teacher slash coaches, yeah. Teacher slash coaches, yeah. And if I missed you, I apologize. I'm just kind of thinking of the guys in my head. But yeah, shout out to those guys. Shout out to all the coaches out there. You know, you guys you make a difference and make a positive difference in, in the lives of these guys, man. So, you know, way to be good role models. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure those are gonna come up sometime soon. Where we're gonna have, you know, uh, Alex also. Uh, Alex, I kind of have this thing with because we're both really into MMA. Uh, he's, I, as far as I know, he's the only other one in the group that's, that like follows it the way I do, probably even more than I do. So, uh, you know, I would love to have him to talk uh, about hey. MMA and, and being a, a Dallas Mavs fan. What is it, Alex? Alex is also the only one in our group. Shout out to Alex, who uh, d loves cards like I do, man. <laughs> True, true. Dude, every true, time, true. every time we get on the, we got on Discord, we start playing. Every time I bring it up, we bring up cards, and oh, Alex is all about it, man. I, you know, I, I know the big thing lately is because Alex, he told me, I was like, yeah, buy singles, buy singles. Alex, I like opening packs, and Alex will buy, you know, My Hero, Dragon Ball, Super, 
Pokemon is his thing, but he'll buy the sports cards. You know, he put some super cool sports cards a while back, basketball cards and stuff like that. But he likes opening packs, just any game, whatever. He's a collector. And he has some real nice graded cards, too. I know he, he's, he likes to grade them and stuff. And one of the things i kind of been into has been, um, I don't want to call them, well, they're kind of like bootleg cards, but they're shipped from China. They're shipped from elsewhere. They're unlicensed, obviously, because, uh, you know, China doesn't care about copyright issues. But what makes the cards you know worthwhile is that the art is super super nice textured and i think i i don't know if i showed you but they're textured gold and you know they, they look a certain way and if you're a fan of just the series or whatever in general you just want to have these super cool cards to collect by all means there's a small market for them not too expensive but they're cheap you go online you know instead of buying and because like pokemon for example you buy a booster box of 36 you get burned you pull nothing and you spent 120 dollars you go to the store, and it's happened with you, remember? Um, I went to your house with the, like 36 packs of Blister Unified Mines. I opened them on your bed. I didn't pull shit. I spent about $180 on those and maybe pulled like $10, $15 worth of stuff. The value is never going to be there. Actual selling cards is not worth the profit. We've always said keeping them sealed, keeping the boxes sealed. If you want to make money, that's the way to do it. So I was talking to Alex, and I said, yeah, man, like, you know, Alex says, that's because I buy cards and I don't pull anything and I feel like crap. And but he goes, but I like opening packs. Like I'm addicted to it. You know, I say, hey, whoa, you know, it's almost like gambling. And that's, I said, uh, well, I was going to say, that's the thing. That's it's the gamble. Like what's in my hands? What's in this little, what's in this little plastic bag? Like, and, and that's where it gets expensive and it's dangerous, dude. Oh, it's yeah. dangerous. It could, you know? be, it could be a couple bucks or it could be a hundred bucks or 500 or a thousand. That's the thing. Like you don't know what's in that pack, and it's a. I I would imagine it's very very addicting. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, is that you're paying for the chance, and the chance is there. You know what I mean? So sometimes, like I've gotten to a point where I just love collecting in general. I will buy booster packs here and there, not as often as I did because I I like the card. Alex likes opening stuff, so I said, "Hey man," I was like, "There's these unlicensed. You know, the art's super super nice. They're cheap. You can get you know twenty to thirty six packs for twenty bucks or less. You know what I mean? So if you want something to open to pull some cool stuff, like you know, and I introduced him to him because you know you go to like whatnot and you go to eBay and there's people selling these 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 cards, right? You know, not not for a lot. They're probably trying to get their money back, but you know, for ten dollars they make half their money back on a booster box. And I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And, you know, and I bought some and I bought the, I bought them for like a dollar fifty two bucks a pack. And oh, man, beautiful, beautiful little things, regardless of, you know, the bootleg and just you, you enjoy them. And it's kind of like, hey, man, if you want to get your fix, buy these cards. And I, he go, oh, OK, I'll check them out, check them out. So he's been meaning to he said he was going to do it when I got when he got paid. And I've been buying them, you know, here and there again. This is just for me to open because I want to buy the singles for my official games, Pokemon. I do collect the trainer cards, so I make it a point to buy the trainer cards because I would be broke if I try to pull every trainer card, you know. So I make it a point to get the trainer cards. I, I play Digimon, so I make it a point to get those like I'll buy the singles for for the cards I need. But in the meantime, it's kind of like how do you expect me to get these singles if i'm trying to accumulate four of a certain set like it gets ex crazy expensive and if, yeah. and if i want my fix and get my money worthwhile there's no way i'm going to try to pull four off a booster box or a, a booster yeah. blister and you see that's where it comes into play like what kind of card collector are you are you just a collector do you want sets are you a completionist do you just love the gambling aspect of it, like the excitement and the thrill of like tearing open that pack, you know, doing the little thing where you put the cards in the back and then like you kind of, oh, that's always fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because you know, every, I guess everybody, even though like card collecting is kind of like lumped into like just one thing, it really is like a couple, 
you know, like you, I know you like the, the trainer cards. Other people like to like have every single card. Yeah, Some people yeah. are just in it for like to to land those big boys and, and shill them out like for money and stuff like that. Uh, you know, you have you have collectors, you have people that flip it, you have completionists, like I said, uh, that just want the certain sets. They just want their favorites. I know you have your collection is a little bit of that uh, in it. Uh, and some people just like the thrill, I guess. Yeah, and, and well, like in my case, I have a number of things. Um, for the Pokemon, I do want to collect every trainer card. But as far as Pokemon Pokemon, I usually go after my favorites. I, I'll rarely go out of my way for other ones. Uh, I did start collecting One Piece, and I started collecting all these other newer games. Like, there's a, there's a game called Weiss Wars, which which deals with anime, so I collect my favorite characters from those anime. Because um, if, if I try, because they get expensive, and I try to collect the set, it get expensive fast. So you kind of got to pick your poison. Uh, in One Piece, I do have, I love the straw hats. Uh, think of them as, um, the, if you, and I'm, I'm thinking of Rico here, right, in Black Clover. They're like the Black Bulls, right? It's another group. So I love the straw hats, so I'm making, a, I'm making it a point to collect the straw hat pops and the straw hat cards I, I don't want to get the entire like I, I used to collect funko pops man funko pops started collecting in 2015 2014 and i needed sets and when i first started collecting funko's man i needed those sets and i needed the complete set yada 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 and that's one collection that i still buy but i only buy my favorite characters and i've i've loved i love my funko's even more because of that now that i'm not you know just shelling out money and becoming this obsessive because i think once you become obsessive the fun it's no it's not fun anymore and and it becomes like this weird you know craving and an ugly craving that's like oh you need it yeah and and it's bad it's bad you know and i was like that funko son i said you know what and i told myself only my favorites and i've loved it i've only got my favorites from any series i don't need the set anymore the thing is is that if there's a pop i really really want i will get it but you know, I don't because I don't buy pops as often. It feels better to the point where I just want my favorite characters. My card collection, I, again, I choose my battles, and there are cards as long as they're nice and they're pretty. And I like them. I'll appreciate them. And again, I have Force of Will, uh, One Piece, Digimon, Wise, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Super. Um, I've collected those. You know, One Piece from over there, Caillou, Marvel, um, Goddess Story. Uh, was these the actual upper deck Marvel cards? Uh, just all kinds of stuff. The my hero, the my hero card game, and again, like with that one, I just want my favorite characters. So I guess I kind of go about it like that. But yeah, it gets expensive, and I need to put insurance on my entire collection because it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, if we ever do video, I'm gonna make it real nice in the back and stuff like that, so you can, so people, you know, so you know, you know those those big time YouTube uh, YouTubers have all the real nice setups in the back with the expenses mm-hmm. up. Maybe I can pull something off like that, man. <laughs> yeah, why not? And we have plans for that, I'm sure. Coming for uh, here, you know, hitting the year. Hopefully, we'll uh, be able to do something special for you guys. And, uh, you know, we could go on and on about the guests we want to have on here. Uh, because, like Marcus said, they all have their different, you know, area Works. of expertise. Or, yeah, <laughs> Forte. Works is a good one. Um, but my next question about the whole podcasting. You know, a lot of times they say, I mean, I don't know if you could call this work. But... Uh, a lot of times they say like it's tough to work with people that you're very close to especially your friends or family and stuff like that why do you think that this works like why why how have we been able to keep this up uh you know going coming on a year and just well, uh uh-huh. making it making it more you know because it's different yes like we talk like 
at least every other day or we're texting or we game or whatever. But, you know, this setting is a little bit different than just us shooting the shit. Not completely, because like right now it kinda, it's kind of like we're just in the group chat or we're in, a, in Discord or whatever, like just playing games and just having random thoughts, right? But why does this work between you and I? What, what are I mean, I think uh, it's a number of things. I know there's a handful of people in the world that you're comfortable with, that you're patient with, that you're, you know, what, awesome with. And, you know, I'm, I'm lucky to say that I have that relationship with you, Cornelio and Daniel, you know, and uh, the, other, the other awesome guys in our group chat and stuff like that. Uh, but again, kind of going back to, you know, who I've spent a lot of my time with between you, Cornelio and Daniel, like, you know, some uh, Ricky growing up also, like there's just guys that, you know, I just feel comfortable with, you know what I mean? And I think it's because me and you, we, we know each other's habits. We, we know, uh, I guess, the, our ins and outs. And I guess we, I, I don't want to say play off. We don't play off each other. We kind of like respect each other and we know what, what how can I say it? Kind of, you know, we know how to kind of push buttons to make something like, you, like, you know, what's going to make me speak. I know what's going to get you going. Um, I know what you're going to be awesome and thrilled about. I know when, when you're irked by something or something bothers you, you know, same thing with me where I'm like, you know, when I'm playing, we're about to get upset. Like, you know, we kind of know each other's mannerisms very, very, very well because we spent a lot of time together growing yeah, up. True. And, um, you know, it's just that familiarity with each other. I think we're able to, you know, take that and roll with it, you know, and I, I, I think I can clump in uh, Cornelio with that too, because again, as far as like mannerisms are concerned, you know, I know Cornelio like back of my hand, I, I know what makes that guy tick, <laughs> like, like roll, you know what I mean? And it's mm -hmm. just, it, it's just funny, the kind of the way it works. And I think that a lot of that familiarity just kind of plays to, you know, I don't want to say it's success because our, our, right now, our, you know, our podcast isn't successful in the eyes of everybody, but it's successful to me. You know what I mean? It's successful, like, just to us. Like, we've been, we, we're, we're about pushing a year and We've been going strong, man, at least once a week. I, most of the time, twice a week. 90% of the time, twice a week. And it's never felt like a chore, actually. And I mean this with all sincerity. It's never felt like a chore actually podcasting with you. The hard part sometimes could be like, damn, you know, like, okay, like, let me muster up because, you know, it's been a long day and stuff. But I always think like, but once I'm in, like, it, like when I start, it just totally goes out the window and we have a ball with it. And I think we mentioned that in previous podcasts, you know what I mean? And, you know, yeah. some, and, and sometimes I get it's we sometimes we used to record on Fridays or Saturdays and, I, you know, on Fridays I was tired, but it's like, hey, let's do it. So tomorrow we have something to say, yeah, okay, okay. And, you know, and I'll never say no unless... I'm busy in that moment. I'll be like, hell yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. Or, you know, make time for it. And I'm, I always look forward to it, you know, and especially when you have like, hey, discussions coming on, you know, and I, we put a work into discussion and you just kind of talk about things that's going to be fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's awesome. So yeah. there's a lot of a lot of personal success for us, for me and you. And uh, I'm just excited to see where we kind of go with this, man. Because like you said, you know, we've, we've invested a lot of time in each other. So if this podcast didn't work, I'd question our friendship, like straight up. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, damn, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, sometimes it can be challenging. I know, uh, you know, where we are very different. That's true. So, so I think that like you mentioned, we know, we know each other very well. We know a lot of the, you know, what, what's okay to say, what's not okay to say, what things to avoid with each other and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I know for, for you, like, I feel like you're so very passionate about, uh, 
things that you that you really enjoy and that you like. So I know to try and make sure that uh, to harness that, you know, mm. uh, because any any time I'm going to say anything about anime, I know. Okay, just close your close your mouth. Let Marcus go off, and he. I mean, you do it. It's oh, yeah, great. Yeah. And same with Pokemon. That's what I'm saying. Like, and the cool yeah. thing is, like, when it comes to stuff like, yeah, like, I and I watch a lot of anime, but you watch anime too. You know what I mean? And because I know you watch it, and you're willing to kind of go into my realm a bit, and you know, I don't even say uh, that's greed. I don't want to say my realm because it's not. You know, but you're able to kind of just see like, what's he watching, or whatever, because you've seen stuff that I haven't. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, well, that's awesome. Or in your case, right? I go into your world, you know, and pokemon you know and i play and i play and i enjoy it and i and you know if not for you i'd be i'd be you know but you're you're so awesome i kind of just being there as, as far as you know guiding me and helping me and stuff like that to where you make it awesome you know even better so it's kind of like when i know it's a pokemon conversation you're gonna go off and it's awesome and it's fun because i'm gonna ask you these questions that i learn every time too you know what i mean i still yeah i barely you know and i mentioned it like i still have a hard time knowing umbreon and espion and who's who and now i'm finally figuring it out and i told you this all the time i always confused the two and it's just kind of like you know we know we know what we're passionate about and it works it works and that's what i'm saying where we we how can i say it we kind of dabble in each other's other things but we're gonna push each other into what we're passionate about yeah makes sense yeah and and i think uh I think also like the differences between us is is good, uh, because you know I'm a, I, I try I, I always have since I was younger, I've always tried my best to kind of leave my emotions like out of my thought process and stuff like that, and try to be very logical with everything I say and kind of you know uh, what, what would you call it not devil's advocate because that's more playing both sides but just mm. kind of try to put myself in the shoes of somebody else and why things are like different and stuff like that. And I, I've always, I've always loved that you're just like full steam ahead and super passionate and whatever you think, like, that's what it is because damn it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny because the, there's, there's a thought process to all of that too. I'm, I'm very much like that in my own head though. You know, I will usually never say it out loud because I do have, I do have an idea and I do have a, a choice and I'm going to stick by and always I'm going to stick by my guns. People say you regrets. No, 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 you know, if I trust the me that made the decision at that, you know, place in time, I trust the decision that my 16 year old self made. I trust the decision that my 22 year old self made. I'm not about to go back and be like, Oh no, if or what? No, hell no. That's, a, that's the decision I made. I would have thought myself at the time that that is the best decision at that time. So you kind of just kind of roll with it. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, the whole, the whole logical thing, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a story, not story, right? But there's kind of like, because of that, I'm able to kind of figure out all perspectives, you know, because being an English teacher, right? You kind of take all these perspectives and I do it. So that way, if that, if there's a perspective I don't agree with, <laughs> I would have mentally prepared myself to be like, no. <laughs> yeah. Woo. That's a good I, one. I, I, I just think, cause I, I'm like that too, but to a certain like in, in certain ways but i think i'm so much more methodical about like i slow down meticulous i yeah. think that's I, a, I'm, so much, I'm, a, I'm a lot more methodical and i slow down and i 
like assess like what's going on here, what's going on there, like what's what's here, what what where are all the pieces on the chessboard? A step and by I, step I, by and step. And yeah, I, yeah. And I try to plan everything, and I try to recognize and like everything. Like, you know, like I'm I'm not. Uh, you know, like for example, yesterday we're playing Overwatch, right? And I'm like, okay, we only have this much time. We only have to win one fight because we were in overtime. And I was like, do you guys want to? It was you, me, and Omar. And I was like, do you guys want to do this? We can run this kind of comp. Do you guys want to do this? We can run this kind of comp. We can play for ults. We can bull rush them. And you were just like, nah, full steam ahead. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, and so you're I'm right. Like, yeah, and I'm like, I need to make the picks. And I need, we need to make picks like in order to be able to synergize so that we can do that together. Because you can have a plan, but if you don't execute it together in that game, like everyone's yeah. all over the place. You know what I mean? Um, but I also think that one of the things that helps us too is that we're not afraid to disagree with each other. Uh-huh. Uh, we're, we're okay. Like having different, different opinions and whatever. And, you know, sometimes you want to do this and I say, nah, not really. And sometimes I want to do something and you're like, nah, I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't think so. Not yet. Maybe later we'll come back. To uh, it and we, we compromise too. There's some compromise in there and, and, and stuff like that, you know, not a lot, right? Because it's it's <laughs> we will get something that we both agree with, or you know, get, get that that point in time. But you're right, you you are you you're a very methodical, meticulous, step by step. And you're right, I, you know, just kind of like how you how you kind of tackle a situation, and kind of tackle a problem. You know, there, there's going to be a a step by step process, a very thought out process. Or me, I may be like, no, what's right or wrong? Like this is right. I'm just going to fucking you know. Whatever's gonna t- whatever's just gonna press, just press A and X. Yeah, pray A and X. You know, Banjo Kazooie. By the way, it's a running joke. You know, shout out to Malik Thon, another one of our friends. We we're playing A and X. Marcus, how do I kill this crab? So Malik Thon, just press A and X. Marcus, I keep dying. How do I kill this crab? Malik Thon, you walk up to him and you press A and X. He goes, I don't get it. I was like, walk up to him, you jump and you press X, and he says, okay. He does it, and he puts the crab dies, and he says, wow, that was easy. I said, yeah. I was like, just press A and X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what other things do you think? Uh, I mean, we've already discussed like doing the live streaming, doing the YouTube thing. Uh, what other things do you look forward to on this podcast? Like doing together or things that you want to try out? I know the tier list is one that like we're excited about because not just you and I have probably some very big differences in some of the things that we enjoy or like actually putting them into a list and ranking is yeah. uh, just something else completely like i know we've talked about like game of the year we've talked about like uh different soundtracks we've talked about doing uh fast food is one that i think we would go crazy with in terms of like having guests on and everybody thinks differently uh we yeah. all have different teams so uh you know championship teams would probably be a crazy one too and like I said, I know Rico's had Rico has a list of just all kinds of discussions, and then you come up with this great, great top like the fear one, dude. You had done the fear one, and you had done another one. Uh, the the is it the hygiene one? Oh, dude, like like something as just because it's, it's hygiene, and you know we kind of kind of do the twist on gaming and stuff like that. But you know, and fear we kind of do the twist. But you take we take you you're thinking of real world concepts and we're just kind of talking about them and they just kind of lend themselves to a game. It, it does lend itself to a gaming conversation, but it works. But one of the things I'm, you know, I've, and I've talked about it before is, um, what do they call it? Cause we've talked, we, uh, what did we do with the Nintendo direct recently? 
We did a, a follow along. Is that what we call yeah, it? Yeah, like like like, like a like a second watch, like a watch. A second watch, or, yeah. Or, or, yeah. I, I've always wanted to try a, a live reaction. You know, I, I know live reactions are, are some things on YouTube and you see them all over the place. And, you know, the, the way some people react and I would like, I would just, and it's more because I want to know the genuine, the, just genuine, being genuine when it comes to actually seeing or, you know, the gasping and stuff like that. But I know as far as schedule, it's kind of hard. So I think, you know, that's why I was kind of upset. One of the few reasons I was upset about E3, about, you know, Nintendo, Xbox not joining and PlayStation being there. Yeah, yeah it's in the summer. Yeah. yeah, and I'm off. And those would, have been, those would have been the times where we can actually do a live action. I mean, live action, a live watch and kind of a live reaction. And, and I get to watch that, you know, and it's kind of like, dang. And I attend Rico and Rico, and Rico says, well, you know, I know it's hard. And I don't know what. And I'm just like, oh, but I really want to watch this. I'm over here fighting with myself. And Rico, you know, just can't, he has to wait for me to be done fighting with myself before we can figure out what to do. <laughs> if it, if it's a Nintendo, I, I don't have a problem, like, not watching a presentation. The thing is, like, in my off time and stuff like that, like, I will be on Twitter or I open up Reddit or something like that. And I'm going to see, like, things yeah. there. So I'm like, I, with this last Nintendo Direct, like, we kind of just decided, you know what, we'll just watch it later together again after because you know like you and i are when it comes to announcements and stuff like that like we're on them like quick oh yeah <laughs> we're watching we're, we're like the, um, the one thing i would have a really hard time not watching would be an, uh anything to do with pokemon so yeah that's i feel you if there's any, if there's a pokemon direct and i expect you to either pull on either or wake up early you know just for that and you know and, and that's because when there's usually one i'll message you right away you'll message me right away so we can talk about it I know they're a lot of fun, so, and we should be getting maybe something next week or something like that. I would yeah, think. Yeah, we're we're expecting some kind of announcement. Any what did I say? Now. I said twenty seventh and twenty eighth. And if we don't get an announcement tomorrow, if something doesn't drop tomorrow at all, we're not getting anything this week. You can I don't, I don't anticipate anything coming out on twenty third. But again, I did I did say twenty seventh and twenty eighth, right, for the Pokemon something or other. Yeah, next week, a week from today, will be Pokemon Day. So. And that's how I feel about just Nintendo Directs in general. Nintendo, I I have a hard time. Staying away from Nintendo Direct just because I want. And I told Rico, what if they announce a collector's edition? You know, and <laughs> like I gotta get my hands on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a tough one too. Were you able Absolutely. to? Were you ever able to find the one that you were looking for? <laughs> no, this is all the one sold out, and I always missed it by like a few minutes, man. Because I was I was checking uh, constantly on my on my computer and on my phone, especially in school. And they, I missed out on which ones did I miss out on? I missed out on Walmart. I missed out on Target, GameStop, and Best Buy. The only ones that have not put up put a, up a, a pre-order yet have been Amazon and the Nintendo Store. So, I you know those are the two that I keep refreshing every time and waiting. And I don't know, man. Like I'm gonna get it. Like that's something that I'm, I'm gonna get the Zelda collection. There's no way I'm not. Um, but there still is a rumor that they might release a Zelda OLED. Mm. Uh, and this comes from. Um, I was talking to him, like, the manager at GameStop, uh, and she was like, when we were talking, whatever, talking about life and catching up and stuff, and I said, yeah, I was like, so those collector's editions, like, are you getting more? She goes, I don't think so, but there, there have been times where they do go up for, for pre-order again, but I'll let you know quickly. She goes, we're also holding out, GameStop's also holding out for a uh, an OLED Zelda, and I said, really? She goes, yeah, you know, there's still kind of a lot of rumblings in the GameStop, in the GameStop atmosphere that kind of think that there's going to be a zelda oled switch because again same concept they think there's going to be some sort of 
It's all direct, a little closer to the time, and they're going to announce something. She also did mention that there was a, a, a restock on the Pokemon Switches. And I, she goes, you know anybody want one? I, was like, I might know one person, but I know next time. And I was thought about you. I was like, but I know you uh, You said you, you weren't, you didn't get it last time, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, you know, I never got my hands on it. It's more of that story. Yeah, I, uh, I, we've been seeing, like, I know we've seen, like, a bunch of leaked images, supposedly rumors about that Zelda Tears of the Kingdom OLED Switch. Uh, but... I mean, no one, no, nothing official yet. So until you see the official thing, I mean, who knows? But I wouldn't doubt it, man. Especially if it's going to be the last big game of this console. Like, I feel like they, it has to be coming, I, I would think. Yeah, so $70 price tag, I mean, something. But it makes sense. The la- I think it would be the last, last one before the, before the new one. New console. Yeah, for sure. Um. Anything else you think uh, on your mind about podcasts before we kind of just get into other? What did I think? I what did I think there was one more, but I may be you know thinking of something else. But no, if it comes, it comes. But there was one more thing I totally forgot. But no, no, that's about it. It'll come. It'll come. Uh, dude, how about that? Uh, this whole meteorite thing that happened here in the valley. Dude, wasn't that the third meteor meteorite just in, in the world? I know somebody had said that there was two more that touched down somewhere in other places of the world. I don't remember where. But, yeah, I know. I didn't see it. But it was. I, I was running outside when it had transpired. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, something rocked social media. And, you know, we're from the Valley, again, South Texas. Uh, kind of rocked our world a bit because there was uh, people kind of messaging about this huge, just loud, what, bang right or just these tremors that kind of start rumbling houses over in uh, probably area 15 uh, 15 miles from where i'm at 20 25 miles from where rico's at and people start saying did you anybody feel that anybody feel that and it blew up people were kind of did you hear there was pictures everywhere dude google meteorite right now on google if you can go to google and and type in meteorite check it out real quick meteorite okay which one? Just meteorite? Just Google it. Just Google the word meteorite. You're talking about that meteorite just that just appeared off. Yeah, the... it's just flying on the screen. <laughs> like, and, like, and, your, and your screen shakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and if you Google meteorite, it's kind of there. You know, even San Antonio is talking about it. Dallas, uh, Fox News. I can't think even mentioned it. Fox Fox News even says now that confirms half ton meteor crashed in South Texas. Well, that's us. And the meteor, I, I should see the memes, man. People over here just kind of like, oh, look. I was like, I knew I left my charcoal somewhere or, you know, stuff like that. And just, you know, oh, can we barbecue with that thing? <laughs> like, what the hell? You know, so people are kind of, you know, be, be, humor around here is killer. That's how, that's how people, you know, cope with <laughs> feelings. Yeah. Even even before we were, we knew that it was a meteorite, uh, people were saying oh, aliens yeah. and they're landing, like, uh, it's dude. over, like it's the beginning. Just take me, dude. I even have one guy goes, I even have one person in our group chat from school who goes, Is this Rapture? Are we when it's seeing Rapture? I said, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was cracking up. And my mom, and then my mom messaged me, What's this about a meteor, like meteorite landing in South in, in Texas or like in, in the valley? Because my mom was in Houston at the time. I said, Oh, yeah, mom. I was like, Look, look what it is. I sent her a picture of Independence Day where the 
where the mothership comes out of the clouds, right? And Will Smith <laughs> takes off his sunglasses. And then, and then Daniel, Daniel put also the, the same one from uh, War of the Worlds of those machines kind of standing up. No, I was, then she goes, oh my God, y'all need to stop. Be, stop, be serious. I was like, no. I was like, there's nothing, right? But no, I started laughing. Put the mothership on there, man. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But nah, yeah, but that, was, that was a crazy story. I, I mean, the Valley got it. It's uh, 15 minutes of fame there with the... <laughs> Yeah, nothing ever happens here. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Uh, I, you know, you they estimated like the size of it, and they said that it was a thousand pounds. I was like, damn, so half, half ton. That's what they said. Yeah, right? yeah, thousand pounds, half a ton. Uh, and as as far as I know, like they still haven't really. They've given like a general area where they think like you're gonna find fragments and stuff like that. Uh, from what I understand, it's probably it's a lot of like ranch land, and you know, you know, people own the land, so you can't just go in there hunting, but. Uh, people are saying that, like, uh, at least I read uh, online that the Smithsonian was looking into collecting some of, like, the pieces and stuff like that, maybe for display or uh, to study. But I then, mean, of course, you're going to have a bunch of people also going to go claim them and try and sell them or something like that. So Yeah, but then I was going to say, like, uh, what is something, like, meteorite, I guess, sell for? Like, is that, is that I mean... Are they gonna go make swords out of it? I'm thinking RPG over here, right? Video game. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna make meteorite armor or something. I saw that somebody. I think there was another one that happened not that long ago, and that somebody was holding out, uh, not selling it, and they offered them its weight in gold. Somebody put out an offer for this certain, for person a that was holding onto this piece of a meteorite. They were offering its weight in gold plus like $4,000 or something like that. Dang. And the guy was holding out saying, no, I'll get more money. No, I'll get more money. No, I'll get more money. Meanwhile, another person, person B goes and finds something, a similar like fragment and takes the deal. And person A who got was just shit out of luck. <laughs> Dang. And he never got an offer like that again? No. No. So who knows what ended up happening? I just was trying to gauge like what it would be. I think they said it was kind of, it was either the size of like anywhere from like a golf ball to a baseball is the fragment that they had. Uh so I'm I'm not sure if it was uh I mean I'm not sure what happened after that with uh whoever you know that first person was that had that fragment but yeah. i was just kind of trying to gauge like what would something like this be worth um because you know if it's if it's a significant amount of money i mean four thousand is is no that, that's not that's not really chump change in the valley you know oh yeah no that's, that's, that's a bit that, i mean it, it I, seems like in, in a grand scale but can, hey man 4k for a rock i can i can i can use that money to get out a couple of jams yeah man <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 was a pretty crazy little little thing that happened here this past week. Um, no, no, and, and I know our group chat, and I didn't even mention, man, nobody in our group chat was talking about it. Said, man, did anybody, you know? And that's because it was just me and you talking about it. Anybody meant, you hear about a meteorite? I had just seen it. I had just seen it, and I was looking into it and reading up on it and trying to like learn and find out where and how big and where had it fallen and stuff like that. And then I drove out and that's when you send the message. And I'm like, yes, dude, like I'm, I'm looking into it too. Yeah. I heard I was, I was running outside and I just heard like a, like a, it was a, a pop. It wasn't anything crazy, but I know people with tremors and stuff. And I just heard a pop and I, I, I think nothing of it. It could have been anything out there that just kind of, you know, popped. Right. And yeah. 
and it's real weird because it didn't sound like a massive pop. It just sounded like a just a, a pop. Just I can't I can't even express it to you in any other way. It was just a pop. But you know, a few minutes later, you just hear the sirens. Just all the fire trucks, all the sirens, and I said, "Whoa, something something did happen." And that's what they're saying. Like uh, one of my colleagues, he says, um, "Oh, all the fire trucks and all the you know police officers are heading to heading to um, uh, Mission Mission Texas to go, you know, get to the bottom of that." So. Intense, to yeah. say the least. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean, we've been going for about 50 minutes now. Anything else you kind of want to discuss or just put out there? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think about as far as, you know, games and TV and anything. But I, kinda, I think we kind of talked about a little bit of that when, in our, in our discuss, not discussion, our recap, as far yeah. as kind of like what we're doing. Um, shout out to Andrew, by the way, just because you know, one piece, one piece, and you know, the way I talk with Alex uh, about you guys in your one piece, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, y'all, I'm gonna... y'all get y'all start, and I'm just like checked out over here, like, okay, yeah, no, and I know this too. Shut up and play yeah. my game, <laughs> I, I know that Rico just like you just really kind of like a <sighs> and then me and Andrew just start talking about it, very similar to the way everybody gets when we talk about uh, me and Alex talk about cards, you know, and then Rico will talk about Alex to MMA, and it's kind of like, hmm. everybody, everybody else, like, okay, here these guys go. <laughs> so I mean, no. Again, just the reason being is because I am on episode two oh four. I'm in what's considered what many people agree is the best filler arc of One Piece, and it is funny. Like I'm invested in this filler arc because it is funny. So yeah, shout out to I'm on the G eight arc. In case anybody's kind of wondering and listening, you know now what that means. You don't know, but I know what that means. And so does Andrew. <laughs> and so does Darren. Knows what that means. Again, shout out to Darren. But yeah, no, that's. You know what? I got it. I got our final discussion of this open discussion. You ready for it? Yes. And you're gonna, you're, it's gonna hit you like, damn, why didn't I think of this? The new Naruto chapter, Boruto chapter. Do you, do you want to get into spoilers? Yes. From here on, you know, if you don't want to listen about the latest Boruto chapter, and this is manga, so if you're a watcher and not a reader, you know, this is uh, where we bid you adieu. Um, I hope you have a good night because right here, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're going to get into it and we're going to get into it hard. Okay. So what did you think of it? Uh, I thought, I, I, I thought it was exciting. And I think a lot of people thought it was exciting because it's something that we've been anticipating for a while, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it's hard to kind of set my set everything in stone about how i feel about it because i feel like it's not over yet i kind of want to see where it goes from here and what it's going to lead to uh i did see that there was a lot of backlash specifically about uh uh sarada i don't know if you you saw any of that yes uh i actually was okay with that what was the backlash Uh, just that you know she is not um a lot of people feel like, and this they are, you know, referencing even early on in Naruto and in Shippuden about how there's never really, they don't think that there's been a strong female character in the series. I think the only, the closest we've had a lot of people, a lot of the fandom was saying is like Tsunade. Like in, in terms of like real, reliability and being really strong. And I guess a lot of people here were hoping that like, Sardo is gonna be is gonna be that person here going forward, and we're expecting, I think, just more of a fight from her. Even though like she's really not on the level where she's ready to like win or 
have a long drawn out fight at least something uh more is kind of like the gripe that i feel a lot of people have which again i don't have a solid uh, like a solidified feeling about that yet because i feel like it has potential to build to something bigger her kind of like experiencing this defeat yeah because like she she has had some really good moments you know her when the first time that we get to see her do chidori which i think we've already seen in the anime uh the first time we get to uh where she gets to like use her sharingan and stuff like that uh which i think that i don't think that was in the uh i don't think that was in the um manga i think that was in the anime actually only one mm-hmm. of the spe- one of the little battles that she has uh in the hidden mist so uh you know she's had her times but she's never like i don't know i guess people feel like she's not progressing enough already oh okay that that kind of argument because um yeah like she's just falling behind which i mean it yeah. makes sense like it, it makes sense when you really think about it with what boruto and and uh kawaki, kawaki where, yeah where, where they're at where they're yeah. at and you know they're they're special you know um because of because of the powers that they have and the powers inside them uh very very much uh jinchuriki-esque you know uh, yeah, yeah ability abilities and powers so that's really the gripe and i think like to me it's more of a just like i get it but like be patient i know a lot of people are like oh okay like well it's uh you know sasuke needs to die or sakura needs to die or like some so and so needs to die so that she gets her mangeko sharingan already so that she can be on their level because like naruto has a momoshiki uh momoshiki mode uh you know mitsuki has sage mode um you know you know she needs to level up and she needs to be on their level yeah and you know she's an aspiring hokage so like she she needs to be stronger and i'm just like like wait like it's it's not always well this is you don't serve... always want like power just for the sake of power yeah like, it, there needs to be a little bit more of a drawn out story there well yeah and here i think and, and that's what i was excited about sarada i'm over here to, yeah she's finally she's finally gonna do something gonna get something and i saw she got murked and i was like but it's okay this is the catalyst. I'm taking it as the catalyst of her getting ready to a, you know, do something, be something, right? It looks like Sasuke here is going to take kind of a background, and and I was really excited again for Sarada. But again, yeah, they should be patient because it's not fair. Where you know, Boruto is a was was a prodigy. Um, Mitsuki is a you know already super OP, like you know, and Sarada is just there, right? So, and but the thing is, I kind of noticed here is that. I wouldn't put it past, and this is what's going to. And people talk about Mangeko, Sharingan, all these things. We're gonna, she's gonna get a new eye ability. Everybody else has one. She's gonna get one, and it's gonna be something tied to the Sharingan in some way, where only she's gonna have this part. And, and this is my theory, where she's gonna have this particular new Sharingan. Because if you think about it, everybody in this series has a new eye power. Why are you gonna? Why are they gonna use Sarada, who you want to be this amazing female? protagonist you know because we we do want that and give her a ability that's already been there they're gonna so that's that's my thing yeah you know it can be mangeko and you know because it is strong and powerful but everybody else has this all these eye abilities so i wouldn't put it past them to be like hey we're gonna give her something amazing you know so yeah. she can be on par on par with our heroes it would it would be pretty cool and even you know uh i think a new ability would be exciting because we have had like so we have seen some new things for sure and even you know even if they just go slowly and give us you know one of the things with like the mangeko sharingan is 
everybody has their own uh what do you call it uh, their own little flair to their mangekai yeah. yeah you know their own uh what would you say pattern i guess right their own pattern yeah, the eye, in their yeah. eye. then uh you know when you get to that level it's when you unlock like the susano yeah once you once they like get you know further in and learn more so she'll have her own susano and then uh maybe she'll even uh get to renegon because i think if i'm not mistaken people also have different renegon abilities as well like sasuke's being the crazy one where he can switch spots uh of him and a person or him and an inanimate object or or, or whatever so it would be crazy to see what she gets there which i know it's hard to be patient but like i feel like that's kind of what we need right here a mangeko rinnegan imagine something something dumb like that yeah a, a combination of a the combination two. of two which again yeah like like sasuke had both of them separate eyes obviously but you know what's to stop her from having you know this could be something and i know the manga i know we've enjoyed it immensely just because they do a good job of balancing both characters and let's face it boruto has been nothing but a shit to stick for the past 78 chapters so i think we're finally at that point where you know baruto and kawaki and it and it's so honestly i really like the relationship because it feels a lot more a lot more genuine i know we've kind of seen it with sasuke and naruto but i feel like hey man like there's a lot at stake going on here and it, and it involves naruto and now hinata and it's kind of like when you have these things at stake i'm kind of like damn right and everybody's involved and you're like okay this is finally what we've been waiting for and in this case what kawaki's doing like he's not out for power he literally believes what he's doing is the best thing for the hokage you know what i mean like he's 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 doing it because he thinks he's right you know what i mean and then you, we finally get the scar and the to lost one eye, right? And started like, oh my God, right? So the, again, the catalyst and that's when Mitsuki comes out and Sasuke comes out and you're thinking like, oh damn. And then we finish off with one of the greatest characters in the series. <laughs> always, it's always a treat when he comes out. It's always a treat. You know, Momoshiki says, oh, it's begun. Get ready, boy. <laughs> like, oh, dude. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Momoshiki like, through and through. Momoshiki, I'm still waiting for my boy. He hasn't come out yet. I don't know if he's ever gonna come out, Rico, but god dang, I'm gonna I'm gonna be patient. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I feel very much so like Momoshiki is like the Orochimaru like of this. Uh not exactly, but I, I, that's how like I, I put that's how I saw him like the first time. Cause I said like, oh, this guy's gonna keep coming back over and over and over. And then you know it ended up happening. That's that was like from the first time I saw him. And I said, I hopefully this guy becomes like a re a reoccurring threat. And I don't know if he'll be that after, you know, this thing comes to a head. But as in terms of right now, like, I just love the way they've, the direction they've gone. Uh, you're right. We did finally get, like, the scar that we've been waiting for from that, like, initial teaser of uh, Boruto and Kawaki going at it. Uh, a lot of people kind of found it a little uh, anticlimactic how he got the scar. I mean, I uh, always thought and, Kawaki and I, was going to be. And I, I, I kind of agree. Like, I thought it was going to be a little bit more crazy I, I always knew it was either going to be kawaki or for a while i thought like oh maybe it'll be sasuke i mean i just it makes sense you know and, and this i think in the anime it might be a little bit more urgent i think that's you know a little bit more at stake because kawaki this is what we've been waiting for he legit kidnapped and you know from the first panel Naruto and Hinata. like this is what we've been waiting for so the obviously i, I figured the fight right after it's I don't want to call it like the big old fight like you know sasuke and uh, naruto had in, at the end of naruto when they're ba the battle of the what's it called um, 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 um you know what i'm talking about 
where you have uh, Marara. Valley, the Hidden Valley or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, the, with the statues. I, I, I think that's why people. I guess as far as the the scale of the of the setting and we know, but there is a lot at stake. Shoot, there's a lot more at stake here than it was in the other one. But obviously, I guess it was, when you don't have that giant buildup and that setting, that's kind of like damn. You know what I mean? I, I can kind of see the anticlimactic on there. You know, I didn't mind it just because again, I it's Kawaki and again. Wait, this is Naruto we're, we're dealing with, and this is kind of what we've been waiting for. We knew it was going to happen. It had the build up again, built up to the valley of the hidden, the the hidden village. You know, the, with the statues. Obviously, I think it would have been a lot more intense. But you know, you can probably maybe have the anime. I wouldn't doubt if they switched this scene over to the Hokage monuments and you know something like that to give it that epic valley scale. Valley of the end is what it's called. The valley of the end. Yeah. And obviously, like that fight was uh, to kind of to see who's gonna be the Hokage, to see like who's gonna kind of lead the the hidden leaf, and mm-hmm. you know it it just culminates in this journey that we went on with Sasuke and uh, and Naruto, which is very different from you know the Boruto story that we're getting here with his with his quote unquote brother and his uh, you know his team also, uh, and the thing. The thing I did appreciate about the, even though I, I thought it was going to be a little bit more exciting, the, the cutting of the eye, it did take me back. Do you remember right after Donzo and uh, Sasuke go at it, that he mm-hmm. defeats Donzo and Shippuden, that uh, Sakura goes and tries to kill Sasuke herself? And uh, I believe it is uh, Kakashi goes and saves her initially, and then he battles it out with Sasuke. Sakura comes back and tries to. Uh, stab Sasuke in the back and Sasuke turns around and is, a, and is a, pretty much about to kill her mm. and Naruto comes in out of nowhere and takes the takes like the scratch for for uh, Sakura I do remember that yeah so obviously like Naruto had it wasn't like a cut exactly like this uh, Naruto's I think was across the cheek but but he had like uh, he had uh, healing properties and stuff like that so he healed up a little bit more um, so it, it reminded me of that a little bit, but, uh, you know, we kind of have been waiting for something to, we've had some good chapters here lately, but we've been waiting for it to pop off a little bit. And this yeah, feels like it's dialogue. the beginning of that. Yeah, for sure. I know we've had a lot of dialogue, a lot of buildup. Uh, we still have, um, Ida who finally had her color. Did she finally come out in the anime? Yes. I think, I believe she came out in the anime, uh, this past week. Yeah, so yeah, and people, and she's, people have been going crazy about. The oh animation. yeah, we 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 knew, oh the animation. Well, we knew that her character was gonna go off the charts. So, um, so she finally made it made made a come uh, a comeback, not a comeback, but she finally made her debut in the anime, and you know, so a lot of things to look forward to. I know we still have her, and she's she's always gonna be a big time trump card as long as she's you know has that ability. <laughs> Yeah, and and Amato, you know, I know he's one that we both like a lot, and oh, yeah. we, we we always feel like there's a there like, just when it seems like he's played his card, like there's something else, like you it's, know, we're just still anticipating, like nah, that's not it, nah, that's not it, nah, he ain't done, like the the and the way his I I did appreciate that his expression in in on page twenty twenty one. Where it shows like, oh, he has thought, I can't believe it. It's got to be some sort of mistake that Kwaki would do something like that. There is genuine, they drew genuine worry on his face. And so that, to me, tells me a lot. Like, hey, he's not, he's not, yeah, he's a scheming, he's a scheming guy, but he's not a bad person. You know, and that's, I'm glad he isn't, uh, at least in my eyes right now, because, hey, what bad person has 
is a you know what what bad person worries you know the way he does and his face again it's like a it's like almost like a fatherly expression of worry there it's kind of interesting so that that was a good little scene that we had from from Amado. Yeah. So where do you where do you think uh, where do you think we go from here? Do you uh, a lot of people are thinking that somebody's gonna die. Uh, they also they also did uh, they also did highlight a little bit of uh, Himawari here. And her kind of oh, like yeah. realizing that her parents are gone. Not really much else than, other than that. So we Hima is something somebody we haven't really seen too much of. Uh, other than little tidbits, you know, I think we did get something. I don't know if it was last chapter or before where Damon said, like, whoa, there's something about this girl. Yeah. And honestly, like, I think we're heading in that, in that direction. I don't think we're going to get a time skip yet. But I think they're definitely going to focus... Baruto needs to have something like, more control. I think he does kind of need like a, a, a power up of some sort, especially if Kawaki is going to get him stronger. But Himawari and Sarada, there's a reason why Hima's, Himawari's you know, expression in the beginning, and like you said, how, da- how Damon made that comment in the last chapter. And obviously, I, th- I still think you know, Baruto's scratch on the face um, is a catalyst for Sarada. So I think we're going to get some pretty damn cool, at least I hope, you know, female powers coming on here man that's for sure because himo are like you're not you're not naruto and you know hinata's daughter for no reason <laughs> like come on man <laughs> like what well, like baruto ain't the only project you know what i mean <laughs> yeah I, I, I agree i agree and, they, and they've hinted at it since the very beginning that there's something very special with Himawari. and i think i think right away like they assume like oh she's awakening the byakugan but they kind of they kind of make it seem like it might be something different She's, 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 what's her name? Um, Naruto's mom? Uh, Kushina. She's Kushina through and through. And I wouldn't put it past her to have some sort of, you know, Byakugan, um, Neji slash Kushina type thing going on there because you, you don't have, she's Uzumaki through and through, clearly. Clearly. Look at her face, Uzumaki, where, you know, Flash over there, uh, Boruto is, you know, her, it's is 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 uh minato like those are like if you, you gotta take grandparents to account you would think right so if you look at her dude she's kashina through and through and she's gonna have some uzumaki you know power coming out of here that's you know because she embraces that stuff and she looks like no she she looks more like naruto more than baruto does you know what i mean so yeah i expect something awesome from her yeah how about uh hinata and uh and naruto i oh, know they, they, i think they're I, dead. I think I think <laughs> I, I think they talked about like I think they mentioned that they're in a place where they're like not gonna eat. I mean, they're not gonna age. They're or, not gonna starve and starve or anything like that. It's like some place outside of like normal, which is weird because or something like that. I was kind of like, whoa, like if they're there, if they're there, and through that time skip, they're gonna miss on a couple of years. So that to me, that's a little interesting. Well, but that's gonna give huh? how crazy? How crazy would it be if? Uh, if he comes back and Naruto all of a sudden is his age. Oh, well, see, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. Well, no, I don't, Naruto, Boruto, his, uh, Naruto's age, that's what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing with that is whenever you stick somebody in that type of dimension in the anime, and just anime in general, you're doing it as a means of, I, I, yeah, age, but Boruto is going to catch up to Naruto in terms of strength. 
there's no other reason why that's, you put, that's all yeah we've always known that yeah there's there's no other reason why you put naruto in, in a space continuum like that you know they nerfed both of them already but naruto we've always thought was still powerful as hell regardless you know what i mean like there's no way Boruto even comes close so the only thing is is that how do you how do you stop how do you let him catch up to sasuke you know that that so sasuke is still a, a factor here somewhere but yeah they, they already they already capped naruto here um, so I, that's why you, I can kind of expect all the younger generation now to kind of catch up. And then when Nar the day Naruto finally cuts out, that's when they're going to be on par and be like, hey, they're going to do some super, super cool father-son thing and, you know, duke it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's called Boruto now, right? It's not, it's not called Naruto anymore, so. Well, Boruto, Naruto, next generation. That's true. Boruto, <laughs> Naruto. Uh, so last thing I'll ask you, if you had to pick a side right now, are you with uh, Boruto or are you with Kawaki? I'm with Momoshiki. So, so Boruto. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Boruto. Yeah, Kawaki, Kawaki's a little disillusioned right now. And uh, in this case, I'm going to root for the main character, but because, because he has Momoshiki. You know, that's, that's, that's one of the few, that's one of, you know, it's kind of the reason there. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, uh, I think, I love Kawaki, but I, I also think he's going a little too extreme with his ideals. And stuff like that, kind of just throwing everybody to the curve. You know, I think we've already seen that uh, Boruto has exhibited the willingness to die if he becomes a threat. So yeah. I think this is a little overkill. But uh, again, you did say that Kawaki thinks he's doing the right thing, not just for... for and that's uh, dangerous. For, for Naruto, but for the village. He even talks about the village, I think, in this one uh or for the hidden leaf and whatever because you know he, he just loves naruto and everything that naruto's about and like you mentioned uh a villain i mean in quotes right now villain with ideals and morals and something to stand behind or just you know to stand on like he mm -hmm. that that's very dangerous because they'll do anything to get uh to you know their goal or what they're trying to do and stuff like that as we've seen here he was willing to kill one of his uh his friends, his team members, and uh, his brother. Yeah. That's who he's going after. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I, it sucks that we have to wait another month, but, I mean, it's picking up, and we're both excited. Yeah, for sure. Can't wait to I, I message you, like, hey, Red Bartow yet? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's about it. We will wrap up with, uh, with that, the little Nardo discussion section, Boruto discussion section, rather. So, uh, yeah, it's been a good one. We talked a little bit about ourselves. We talked about the podcast. We went into a meteorite in South Texas, which was crazy. And uh, we end up with uh, Boruto. But as always, thanks for listening. This was just, uh, you know, just a kind of let's get on and just shoot the shit kind of discussion. We'll, uh, we'll come up with something fun for next week for sure. Absolutely. But uh, thank you guys for joining us. And again, if you haven't checked out our last weekly recap, sports in the name of the game, Super Bowl, NBA moves, and King breaks another record. So uh, but thanks for listening, guys. You have a good one. Velocity.